Hey everybody, this is Rick Arredondo at the Ezekiel Project Studio. I have a special guest today, Michaela Madison from Newsymon. We wanted to get together and kind of talk about just kind of what's happening under our feet in our communities, not so much on the national level, although it's hard not to pay attention to what's happening at the national level, but welcome Michaela to this easy podcast and uh, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. So Michaela, let's start with just tell everybody about what Newsymom is. I know that We've gotten to work together on many occasions, and and one of the things that prompted this conversation is that Michaela and I like to talk about kind of what what can we do to improve our communities, our our lives in general. And we thought we'd get together with the podcast. But for those of you who don't know Michaela, let's just have Michaela tell us her story. Well, yeah. Um, wow, my story. Where to begin with something like that, Rick? But yeah, Newsy Mom is uh, an organization. We are local and we serve mothers. We started in 2016, and the organization has just grown over the past few years. And we have about 24 authors on our team that are sharing stories, day in the life of mom, from all different backgrounds. It's really neat to see so many different kinds of moms coming together to share their stories. We all have a common goal to raise the kids the best we can, instill great values and ethics and beliefs in them to make them great people and kind people. We cover local news in both Stark and Tuscross counties, specific to parents and kids, so we see ourselves less as competition with other media outlets and more as an extension to help each other out. You know, sharing information and keeping people informed should really be a team effort. And so we just see ourselves having a niche in what we're covering in terms of local news to uh, make sure those areas that maybe can't get as much of attention from mainstream and larger media organizations, just due to how much they are trying to cover, get the attention that they deserve. We partner with different organizations to bring awareness to services and uh, resources available to parents and, and mothers specifically. So we do a lot of different things. And man, is this a time, you know, where moms, as if we already don't have enough going on, just like everyone else out there, mother or not, this is a new time. This is an interesting time and one that we're definitely going to remember. Yeah, Michaela, and you know, you, there's so many things that are now intertwined. You, you really can't separate the business world from the personal world anymore. It mm-hmm. just seems like there's this interconnectedness. And one of the things, and I just want to you know, pay uh, Michaela the ultimate compliment is she's all about collaboration. And we, we collectively, we're part of a kind of a very grassroots effort of people who want to do the right thing and really move people in the direction that they need to go. And we felt that the podcast today would be really important to just saying, hey, it's relatable, it's affecting all of us, but in particular, it's affecting small business because they, this is something that they've never experienced before. They don't have a, a pandemic plan, they don't have a disaster recovery plan, and this basically almost creates a whole new uh, volume on what disaster recovery will need to look like in the future, right? Yeah. So let's just start with, uh, you're connected with a lot of small business people, business women, business men as well. What are you hearing? What what are some of the things that you're getting from your conversations, either from a professional perspective or just, hey, Michaela, I I just, I just don't know what to do. Need need to bend your ear. What, What are you hearing out there? 
Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting. I have a, a really interesting view of all of this because, you know, in addition to Newsy Mom, I serve as marketing director for Ohio Billing Incorporated. I serve as public information officer for the Stark County Sheriff's Office. I'm a consultant for the Small Business Development Center in Tuscarawas County in New Philadelphia. So I'm seeing a lot of different experiences right now from a first responders law enforcement perspective to the small business owner, the local bakery, the local retail shop. You know, it's just really interesting. And I'll tell you, I think what I'm seeing that is common among all of those entities, no matter how different, is how do we talk to people right now? How do we communicate with them that taps into their new perspective and their new priorities? Because, gosh, it's changed so much for everyone. You know, what we saw important and a priority two months ago has drastically changed from what we see as a priority when we woke up this morning. So, you know, the way that we have to market our companies and our services now we are tapping into, you know, a whole new spectrum of what people care about and we have to change our conversations. So I think what I'm seeing is just everybody authentically trying to navigate that change with no warning, really, with no preparation, because, yeah, we've all seen, you know, disasters in our communities. We've seen, you know, situations where we've all had to kind of figure it out as we go. But this is all brand new still. And I think a lot of people are going, man, this is something out of a movie. What the heck do I need to do? So I think it's just the authentic, let's figure it out. Let's talk to each other. And how do we talk to our consumers now? Yeah, Michaela, I, I just think that what I've seen is everyone kind of go into panic mode and get a lot of content out there. It's almost as if, uh, hey, don't forget about us, which it, it's okay to do that. I think the bigger challenge is people need to see the perspective of, like you said, the owner operator of a business, and they're just being genuine with their client that they, they, haven't, they don't have it figured out. We want to stay relevant. Uh, think about us in these times and our families. But then there has to be some action behind that. And I just feel like right now it's just a big blob of information typically being thrown into Facebook because that seems to be the platform of preference here. From being authentic, it's one thing to talk about fears and concerns and irrelevancy. What At what point do you think that we need to kind of now almost take stock of where we are and say, I start to, I need to start developing a plan now. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you, how do you see that kind of unfolding? Because I know you're a very process oriented person, which I really appreciate about you. What would you say to somebody who's kind of like they're, they're sitting home now, their, their doors maybe are not even open because there's a lot of uh, non-essential businesses that are doing that. So mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So you're, you're hundred percent right. It is all about process. It's all about being organized and intentional with what you're saying. So the worst thing that you can do as a business owner of, of any kind of, of business, the only thing worse than having no communication is having communication out there. People can't follow, they can't understand, they can't comprehend, and they don't have 
an action plan or a takeaway from the communication that you're giving them. That's the worst thing you can do. So with whatever communication, you need to remember marketing 101 is to be intentional with the words that you're saying, the graphics that you're sharing, the the deals that you're offering, the coupons that you're creating. Still be very intentional and always be three steps ahead of where you're at. So you, you want your end result to be the first thing that you think of when you're sharing that information. What do I want to accomplish? And then almost backtrack. How do I get to that point? What does my audience, where does my audience live? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Are they on TikTok? You know, where does my audience live? And how can I get them from here to see where my passion is and what I'm hoping they'll accomplish to continue to support me as well and that I can provide my services to them. So having that plan is critical, even more so now when everyone is looking for that that plan and that routine. People are hungry right now for normalcy. They're hungry for something that they can easily follow that has a beginning, middle, and end because right now we live in a world where that just is not the case. So as a from a marketing perspective, if you can give that person, the consumer you're trying to reach, a beginning, middle, and end, then you know they're going to appreciate that and it's something they don't really have to work to understand. And goodness, isn't that something that we all just want right now is to be able to take some information and know immediately how we need to act on that. So having a plan is definitely 101 and laying out your goals so that you know where you're trying to go. And can you think of any best examples of that that you've seen that you felt, wow, they, they, they get it, something we should try to emulate if we can? You know, a couple of different things. So if you look at... I'll tell you, honestly, something that's right up in the forefront right now that we can all pay attention to is really what our health organizations are doing. Okay, so they are on the front lines of all of this right now. And so every piece of messaging is really related to COVID-19 coming from a health uh, organization perspective, but they're doing it with an intentional plan. Okay, so they're sharing uh, some information and they are hoping that people take XYZ action, right? So the sharing of information, the reporting on COVID-19, telling people to stay indoors, that is a, a form of marketing. Okay, when you share a press release that talks about wash your hands, stay indoors, you know, 10 people or less on a national level recommendation, that is you are sharing information, you're informing people, but you're also marketing healthy habits and healthy actions. And so people can see, oh, I need to know this. And this is information that I can process and just for my knowledge, but then there's a, an immediate action plan of how I can do something to contribute to this goal. So I know that's on a very large kind of general perspective, um, something that I can tell you that we've done with Newsy Mom, you know, all these organizations and businesses, it, it actually blows me away to see how the community comes together during a time like this, you know, when really we all are thinking about how we ourselves are going to survive. But in that same breath, we're thinking about how our neighbor is going to survive. And I think it's really powerful. And I get goosebumps just saying it out loud to see how the community thinks of one another. But, you know, everybody is saying, OK, what can I do? You see places like Shy Sellers doing free meals. You know, you see places like the Chamber of Commerce instead of um cooking at home, you see their staff members going out to different restaurants and getting takeout every single night. You know, you see places like that stepping out of the box to say, what can we do in our situation to give back? 
So with Newsy Mom, we sat down and we said, what can we do? You know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. You don't want to reinvent the wheel. We would rather support the wheel rather than try and create something different. So what we decided to do was buy gift cards from our local businesses and give them away to our consumers. So our end result is to one, show that we support and care about our local businesses and give back to our readers so that we're supporting our own business mission as well. And so that was our end result to show, you know, our compassion during the situation for both entities. So backtracking, we said, how can we do that and market that in a way that supports our company and our mission as an organization so we stay afloat, but also shows our compassion and gives back to others. And so what we came up with was, we're gonna create a graphic that just says, hey, here's what we're doing, a fun, you know, something that catches the attention during this news feed that is, when we're talking specific to Facebook, extremely saturated with so much content right now. We created a graphic that we thought would pop, that would stand out, and you're, so it would stop someone when they're scrolling. And the messaging was simple. You know, we are giving away cash and gift cards through the end of this mandated stay-at-home order. And that's going to catch somebody's attention. Oh, what does that mean? And then we say, here's what we're giving away this week. And we tag our partner so that they're getting some love, so that they're getting some acceptance during this. And people are going and visiting them to see what they're doing. And then we give a, a timeline so people have something to look forward to and easily process. So every Saturday evening, we are going to announce this winner. So make sure that you won. You jump on our website and sign up for our email list. So that's supporting our business. So we have some of something that Newsy Mom is able to gain from this type of promotion. And two, tag somebody in our comments that you think could use this. So now we're, we're helping as many people as possible. We're getting our brand awareness out there. We're supporting local organizations. And we're getting people to also think about other people in the process. And this is something that we're going to continue. And we have the resources we've already prepared so we know we can continue for as long as, you know, the weeks that come that we're stuck at home, that we're businesses are closed and so on and so forth. So we, we started with the end goal. We worked our way back and now we're, we're pushing forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you hit on a really strong point about this community and, you know, they have an affinity for these restaurants or businesses that they frequent. And I even heard somebody mention about like a concept of adopt a business. So you just, these are, you know, you go to your loyal clients and they're going and getting gift cards from them. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can't do all of them, but you can do the one that you know has been there for you. And that's the normal place that you would have gone for coffee is the place that you're going to buy the gift card. It's the place that you're going to continue to get takeout from and you're passing it on to somebody else to get the benefit of. So, so definitely the, the right spirit, the American spirit um, is coming through loud and clear. And uh, I think we're a great example of, uh, of people who are trying to do the right thing, not so much uh, totally uh, consumed with their own circumstances, but thinking about those that have been there for them that they probably, you know, would take for granted. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's hard to do that now with, uh, with, your, with, with the new norms that are out there right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, communicating your mission and your goal has changed drastically. You know, that's something that you've got to consider, you know, talking about sharing pictures of food and talking about the latest fashions. And, you know, those are all, none of those things are essential 
to individuals anymore, whereas two months ago, that would have been a top priority. Oh, I want to wear the, the latest spring fashion when we're talking retail. That's a priority for someone two months ago. This time, no, it's not. It's not right now. So you need to change the way you're talking to them and really tap into what people are are thinking now. And, and you know, I'll tell you, Rick, something that comes to mind on a, on a national level, if you're uh, watching TV right now, um, you know, a lot of people are because we're all stuck at home. So you may have noticed some commercials for uh, car dealerships. And this really struck me on a marketing perspective because typically when you see a car commercial, you see, oh, it's sleek. It's 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 going to catch attention visually down when you're driving down the road. And, you know, all of this luxury kind of uh, pieces and parts about these vehicles. I think of the the Matthew McConaughey commercial where he falls into the pool because it's all it's all so sleek, you know. Right. People don't care about that right now. And I, I've seen some car dealerships, car manufacturers really shift the way that they're selling their product into where they're talking about safety. And a phrase where one of those commercials started off was, we know right now you just want to feel safe. And I thought, wow. That's exactly how we need to be talking to people because people just want to feel safe. They want to feel normal. They're they're hungry for routine. And that's the way we need to market our businesses. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned about, uh, for example, what's happening both in the food industry and retail. The, uh, the restaurants had to go into action mode almost like right away. Mm-hmm. And they knew as these... Uh, these new, uh, legisl- I guess, legislation or new ordinances were coming down the pike. Uh, they were already thinking ahead that sooner or later the valve's going to be turned off and they're not going to be able to open their doors at least on a limited basis. So they got a lot of information out there. They adjusted their staffs. They more or less retrofitted their lobby to be able to accommodate only a few people so that people couldn't walk back into the normal Mm-hmm. eating space. Retailers, a whole different thing. In fact, uh, you mentioned about the spring dress. Well, So if you're a woman's shop and that's all you have, how are you going to stay relevant? And we're seeing some really innovative things like Facebook Live, uh, where people are using technology and still trying to connect with their audience and people probably will still shop a little bit. Yeah. Um, but what, what's your what's your feeling about like small business retail now versus the restaurants? Because I think the restaurants have one advantage is that people still need to eat. And right. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Rick, when you mentioned that people are going to shop, because I'll tell you, while money is is a, a very, very big factor right now, because so many People across the state, across the country are laid off and their incomes have been cut in half, if not more. And so, you know, people are holding on tighter to those dollar bills um, more so than maybe they have in the past. But people are also bored out of their minds. And the only thing to do in our society today is is troll. Let's scroll through Facebook. Let's check out the online stores. And, you know, um, 
whatever that may be. And while they may not be so impulsive in their purchases, I think that if you can tap into what, what our consumers are looking for, they are either going to buy because they see the need in it right now, the way you're speaking to them, the language and, and copy that you're utilizing, or they're going to put it in the cart. And I'm guilty of this. I'll put it in my cart and I'll let it sit there until I know that I'm ready to go ahead and purchase. So so what our retailers and, and other businesses alike could really expect is don't be so down on yourself during this time. Keep being positive. Keep being, you know, uplifting yourself and your staff because there could be a boom of purchases once people realize they have some security again and they know they can spend that money and they go ahead and say, Oh, my card's full. I'm I'm good. I'm ready to get that new spring dress. So that's one way to look at it. But in the process, don't wait for that and don't don't just bank on that. You need to be talking to them right now. And so when you talk about a retail shop, which I think really probably is struggling right now because none of that is necessity. And that's the way our brains have been rewired with all of this. You know, think about what a person is looking forward to or think about where they are right now. So I know for me, I, I'm leggings and comfy shirts is my is the, the zone that I am in. You know, that's where I think a lot of people are. They don't have to put on real pants right now. They don't have to do their hair. So if you're a retail shop, talk about cozy clothes, you know, loungewear. Talk about, you know, something that makes them feel comfortable, you know, and while they're sitting at home, while they're working at home. Tap into so many people that are working remotely right now, you know, uh, just to, to brainstorm with you. If you have someone, you know, everyone's doing conferencing right now, right? Webinars, that is at its peak right now and talk about maybe a shirt that is comfortable that you can wear through the whole day but you still look presentable when you're on that webinar and have some fun with that a little bit and you might notice some people taking you up on that offer or look ahead to what they're ex they can't wait for which is to get the heck out of the house so um you know hey listen tap into the the authenticity of the fear factor tap into the authenticity of us going crazy being stuck in our homes right now and say look we know this is tough we know this is uncertain and unreal and something out of a movie but let's stick out stick it out together we're going to get through this and when the day comes that you can go to the park and take your kids to the playground. When the day comes that you can take your significant other out to dinner, what are you gonna wear? You know, what do you what, what do you wanna look like the first time people see you out after quarantine? You know, how do you wanna present yourself again and get people talking to you again or whatever? And and, and tap into that that eagerness to get out in the public again when you're trying to sell those different things. Yeah, uh, it's funny. Um as you're saying that about getting the outfit and it's going to be interesting because let's just say most people figure out the relevance of staying connected through social media and people are saying, wow, like I'll just use like a nail salon. So obviously they're impacted and then the veil gets lifted and everybody's going to run to that nail salon to get their nails done. So now it's yeah. a matter of capacity. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is, and I think you're saying the same thing is, well, expect the capacity, expect people, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe now's the time to look at bringing somebody new on that's going to be able to take the overflow. Yeah. Um, so thinking of expansion versus contraction, because 
as soon as that veil's lifted, people are going to start rushing. I, it looks mm-hmm. like the marathon to me, you know, when people yeah. are going to kind of get back into the norm. And that's an exaggeration because I don't think everybody's going to rush. At least I'm not going to get my nails done, but, uh, <laughs> or my hair done for that matter. But my, my point being is, you know, people are going to say, this is how I become normal again. And, and normal means a haircut, nails, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a massage, maybe it's just going out to get a new outfit. But right. I'm hoping people are thinking sooner or later prosperity is going to hit and now it's a matter of volume. Yeah. And, and I think what we're saying is start preparing for that. Start thinking about when this thing is lifted so that when you have that opportunity to turn the valve back on, you may not be able to turn it all the way on. And, and if that's because there's, there's um, legitimate reasons, that's one thing, but what if you just didn't plan and you're not prepared for it. And what we're saying is be prepared for that day to happen, right? Absolutely. You are you are right on, Rick, because I think that so many people, and respectfully and rightfully so, are scared. You know, um, we're losing all this business. Everything is crashing around us. The walls are crumbling. And I'll tell you, you know, digital media right now, a lot of people are being forced into realizing the impact and the importance of talking to your consumer base on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, having a website for your business. People are being forced into seeing why that was so important before and even more so magnified now. But I'll tell you, while those communications are essential and there is a right way to share that information during this downtime. And don't forget, there are resources available. The Small Business Association, national state levels offering unheard of loans and interest rates for small businesses to get you through this time. But I will tell you what we need to focus on as well is that people are going to want to see you when this is over. So think about um, had we not ever had a, a physical retail shop before. It never existed. And, and this is 2020. There's never been such a thing where you could actually go into a store and try on the clothes and touch and feel the material, look at yourself in a mirror and see what you look like in that outfit before you buy it, okay? This is something we've all taken for granted. This is something that we've thought second to, you know, it's something we always can go do. We don't need to go do it right now. What's happening right now is we are realizing, wow, that was really fun. I really enjoyed going out to the mall with my friends and stopping at the different shops. I really loved sitting next to my significant other on a candlelight dinner, candlelit dinner and, and talking and, and having this, this outside of the home experience and romantic dinner in public. I loved going to the movies and seeing that movie on this gigantic screen. You know, people are being uh, forced to realize how cool all those amenities that we have had for so long really are and how valuable and much we appreciate those things. So we are now seeing that perspective because we've had no choice. We're not allowed to do it. (laughs) So dang it, you know, it makes me want it more because I've been told no. So whenever the floodgates open and we know we're safe and health is always the number one priority in safety, but once we know things are okay and we get the green light, 
businesses need to be ready to, to accommodate that flood of people that, you know, my nails have needed filled for the last three weeks and I need just a whole new manicure now because they're such a mess uh, or my roots or something fierce and I couldn't even do any webinars because it was so bad. People need to be ready to um, accommodate those individuals who are ready to get out in the public again. And, you know, all of the digital marketing you're doing up between now and then is preparing you for that. Is, is making sure that you don't get lax and you know, you're, you're still on your toes and ready to accommodate your consumers and they still are thinking of you and, and eager and you've built that anticipation to come back into your store again. That's what we do between now and then. And then you're right, Rick, you, know, you need to make sure you have the staff to accommodate it. Maybe you don't pay individuals between now and then because you just don't have that revenue. But, you know, hey, you know, I want to have a couple people on hand should I need them when we get this flood of business that we very well could get when we're all allowed out of the house again. Yeah. And uh, going back to that connectedness again. So I'm kind of a big data geek. I don't necessarily like the, the get into the data. I just like what the data tells me. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can imagine um, a lot of retailers, for example, and if I'm a men's clothing store, I'm collecting all this information about my clients. Well, I want to get access to that information. I want to, I, if I have their emails, I want to start emailing them. If I've got a phone number, I want to, because yeah. I do think that even if you don't have anything to sell, just say, Hey, how you doing? And staying mm -hmm. relevant with, Hey, you know, um, you know, the guy that sold me a tux, you know, a year ago reached out to me just to say, how am I doing? Um, mm -hmm. And then there's this other uh, factor of, you can actually start to build that database. And so when you are ready to open business as usual, you've got, you've got all your channels working, you know, um, as far as email, texting, phone, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all the, all the above. Um, so I think just that I, I understand where you can kind of get caught up in the, Oh, woe is me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm saying get over it because it's here. Uh, yeah. I think some businesses were actually relieved when Governor DeWine said it's going to be essential versus non-essential. And then it was there's some still some confusion on what essential is versus non-essential. Mm -hmm. But my point being is now that that other uh, hammer is dropped, it's a matter of now getting into now less of a reactive mode and more planning mode. Right. Yeah. 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 And and I also believe that and I'm just going to toot our own horns here is that. I feel like we have a lot to offer for people. We may not know your business, but we know a process and we okay. can start to look at gaps in maybe what you were doing before this all happened to where you need to be now. Because I do, I do think that any business right now should be looking at their model and saying, wow, th this is a great opportunity for me to now look at my staffing levels because I always felt like I was overstaffed. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. or I was understaffed at certain times. So now I, I have the time to kind of really put thought into, you know, if I, if I'm operating in kitchen, you know, what were some of the, uh, the log jams that I was experiencing, you know, kind of getting back into, well, if more business comes through the door, it may, it may all hit you at once. So your kitchen yeah. staff better be prepared, or I've got to go with maybe faster meals than maybe I would ordinarily. So I'm not going to make my full menu available because, I, it's just not good business right now. Um, maybe a lot of that stuff could spoil. F 
faster than maybe something else. So I think I do think that people need to get over, okay, this is reality now. Start taking some very positive steps to just, to your point, what is the end game I'm trying to shoot for? Mm-hmm. And then asking the tough questions of, well, what was holding me back even when I was operating to mm-hmm. get to where I need to go? Because I still, I still feel like there's a lot of inefficiency out there and bad practices that they just didn't have the time. These small business people, as you know, Michaela, that's all they do is think about their business. And now they can take maybe a step back and really look under the hood and yeah. see what are some of the adjustments that uh, really need to be made now because they don't have the luxury of, of missing out. You're 100% right. And I'll tell you, um, you really highlighted something there that I think is so important. When you're a small business owner, you're in, jar- you're in charge of everything. You're in charge of every single department. There is no such thing as department, you know, heads whenever you're a small business. You're, you wear all of those hats. And what I've noticed as a marketing professional, marketing a lot of times gets put back on the back burner because they don't see it as uh, essential for day-to-day activities and revenue growth when it's just the opposite. So take this moment as a small business owner. And when you, and just for those who are like, I don't even know where to begin with marketing, because you know we have those individuals out there who are great at starting business, they're great at finances, they're great at cooking these amazing meals, but when it comes to marketing those things, they, they back up a little. If you are sitting at home right now and you were thinking, what kind of message can I put out on Facebook to let them know that we're still here? Um, you know, If I'm gonna make a post in, in Tuscarawas County Takeout in that new group that has just exploded, what, what am I gonna say? you are doing marketing. You are capable because that is exactly what marketing is. It's it's creating brand awareness. It's creating relevancy. It's letting people know what you have, but it's also making sure people know what your values are because fact of the matter, people do business with people, okay? You might have the best cheesecake anyone's ever heard of, but if they don't like you, they're not buying it. And so this is really an opportunity for you when you're not you're not at the, the shop right now. You're not at the store. You're not in your restaurant having to make sure that that person out there at table three gets their plate in time. You're not having to crunch numbers right now or, you know, not as much so on a day to day basis as normal. So take this opportunity to really think about your marketing and the language that you're going to speak and the tone of your voice as a person and as a company and take this as an opportunity to reflect your values and your beliefs and your compassion for the community that has kept you afloat because small business wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for our consumers. So, you know, and you don't have to give away thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to show your compassion. It could be something as simple as a Facebook post where you set aside competition and you focus on connectivity and being in it together and you tag your fellow restaurants and you say, let's do this together. Let's look out for each other. Your consumer is going to say, wow, look at them. Look at that restaurant. They don't care about competition right now. They care about seeing this community through this and they care about making sure I have access to resources and I know what's available to me. That's going to resonate with a person. And you know that saying that says, you know, um, you can forget the way a person looks, you can forget the way a person sounds or what they said to you, but you never forget how someone makes you feel. 
Okay, same thing with businesses. When you make someone feel a certain way and you align yourself with values that so many of us have right now, when it comes time and those floodgates do open again, they're coming to you because during this time you talk to them about how are they? How are you doing right now? Make a post that says, tell me something positive. What's going on in your life? You know, share some tips with the community. What's your favorite meal you can't wait to come eat whenever you're released from your home again? Let us know so we can have it ready for you. And talk to that person about you showing you care for them. And you can do that in a very specific way with your marketing so that it does come back to support your business. But you really want to focus on hum humanity right now, you know, and, and how we can tap into a person's feels <laughs> for uh, for lack of a better term, maybe. But, you know, talk to the person as a person and what you care is about as a person outside of a business owner is exactly what your consumers care about. Yeah, can't uh, agree more. And one of the things also I'm feeling, and this is quite different than the downturn that we had in 08 through 2010, the entrepreneurial spirit was pretty much just squashed there there really wasn't um the wherewithal in most cases and and i do think that this is going to be a very different time um, i was thinking of just some of the outcomes of this thing if it goes on for a protected period of time if you want to get into personal training now's the time to get into it if you want to open up a kid's uh, like daycare now's the time to get into it and if you're looking at maybe, uh, you know, selling baby clothes, because, you know, if you just think about all the, the potential <laughs> outcomes of people staying home for this period of time, right? you know what I'm saying? So people need yep. to start looking at it as opportunity mm -hmm. as well as, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe in your business, you could bring on another partner who collectively yeah. uh, reduces your rent. Um, but also a business that's complementary to what you do. Mm -hmm. So I do think that it's time a little bit for people to start thinking outside the box and planning ahead. And what, I, what I'm encouraged about this, uh, folks, is that Michaela and I, we're going to try to keep this going through this whole thing because we, we're going to try to get into just maybe what we're hearing on the street and morph into, let's get into some things you could do right now and, and use some real life examples that you can start taking notes and putting into action. And also uh, we want to talk about now's the best time for strategic planning. If you've mm -hmm. never done that, then I think that's what we've been talking about is that you have to know what you're trying to shoot for. What are the things that you need to do to make that come to fruition? So when it is lifted, you're ready to act. And also there's opportunities to improve your social media presence and people. So, Case in, case in point, uh, Michaela and I were talking about this before uh, we went on. I see people posting pictures of food that looks terrible. In other words, you're showing um, patronage, but it looks like a charred over burger that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to uh, talking about people who aren't answering the phone. There may be a reason why they're not answering the phone. But in other words, there's just so much out there that it's hard to do damage control when you're not connected to your client. Mm -hmm. So if someone's posting something about you, now's the time to start to be proactive and, and actually engage with them online and mm -hmm. say, you know, mm -hmm. hey, I'm sorry you experienced that. 
So there's all these things that we think we can help you do as well as just the fact that you don't want to go through this alone because nobody wants to do that, should do that. And you should have some critical comment, not in a mean way, but just to help you because sometimes we just don't want to handle the tough questions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think that um, there there are qualities of good leaders that I think are universal. Okay. And those qualities, and as business owners, we are leaders. Okay. We're leaders with our own staff, with our own businesses. We're leaders in the community. And there are a few things to keep in mind. One of those being that you have a choice as to how you perceive this situation. You can perceive it negatively. And yeah, there's a lot of negative. You know, this is a severe, severe situation and people are losing their lives. And it is sad and it is scary. But you can look at it as an opportunity to grow as a community, to connect with one another, to set aside nasty competitive, you know, talk and action and look at it as, hey, here's a hand, here's a shoulder. How can we do this together? Because we both need each other to function. And and what can we do together to support one another? And you have an opportunity to see it as a positive chance to connect with and share your story and and build meaningful relationships with your customer base, something that maybe gets lost in the limelight whenever you're focused on day-to-day action. Look at this as an opportunity to, to, to tap into these amazing platforms that we have in 2020 that lets you build meaningful relationships from your home and, and see it as an opportunity to grow and, and to uh, share information and connect with one another. And I think that um, that is so, so important. And the the other component is to take charge of your own story, write your own script. Okay. As a business owner, that's, that's the purpose of marketing. You know, people do a lot of talk. There's a lot of chatter and don't get me wrong. That authentic conversation about your business that happens on the sidewalk before they even walk in your doors, that is the best kind of marketing there is but you want to make sure that that marketing is working in your favor. And by you doing that, you you tell your own story, you share your own ethics. And I'll tell you, a good leader takes acknowledgement when they make a mistake. They accept that mistake. They say, you know what? We made a mistake. If you've, if you've seen someone that had a, a picture of a charred burger and someone else is sharing it and saying, hey, you don't want to go there. You don't want to be with that business because here's the, the food that I got. You get on there and you comment and you say, hey, you know what? You're right. That was unacceptable, and I am so sorry. I got to be honest. Don't use it as an excuse, but as a a way for them to understand, our staff is crazy right now. Everybody's minds are in somewhere else, and we just aren't sure how to approach this situation, and we made a mistake. But basically, you you need to take charge of that, this opportunity to share your story um, it's okay to say you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're just trying to figure it out. There's nothing wrong with being real about that, but you also want to show that you're capable in the same breath. Um, don't throw your hands up and be like, hey, it is what it is. We don't know what we're doing. Sorry, deal with it. That's the complete wrong route to go. But to say, hey, look, this is a this is an uncertain time for all of us. We're right here with you. We're trying to figure it out too. And uh, bear with us. We're going to get through this together. And we are so looking forward to continuing to serve you when things get back to normal. That's awesome. So, Michaela, um, I'm hoping that what we've talked about resonates with our audience. And how will people, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, I'm sure there'll be people that will have questions or 
maybe they're already thinking, hey, now's the time to do something. I need to engage with someone. To tell, tell us what the, what the right way to do that or the, or the best way to do that. I would say, um, well, obviously, you know, you can always send me an email. Um, my, my email is Michaela at newsymom.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A at N-E-W-S-Y-M-O-M.com. I encourage anyone to send me an email. That's my personal email account because I am so happy to help any way I can. I would also encourage the community to remember that the Small Business Development Center is a real resource right in New Philadelphia. There are a ton of free resources that that Steve Schillig and Deanna over there will make sure that you have access to. And now is the time to tap into those resources where myself and my amazingly talented and educated counterparts over at the SBDC are so excited to help people during the situation. So, you know, you can always reach out to the SBDC for help as to how to get through this situation. And yeah, and just so like I said, send me an email. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them for you, help walk you through this situation. And of course, you can always find information if you want to see, you know, examples of how we're trying to do our marketing during this situation. You can visit newsymom.com or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash newsymom. And of course, you know, mirror some of the stuff that we're doing if you think it fits your mission. And again, we'll get through this together. Yes, definitely. And so we uh, would encourage you also to email us if there's certain things you would like us to cover in a podcast mm-hmm. and we can make it as real as we need to make it, even if it requires uh, some research on our part, because there is there is a CARES Act relief for business that's been announced. And what I'm hearing is it just sounds like a lot of noise right now. And a lot of people are thinking it's free money. Uh, nothing's free. Uh, so we want to be able to maybe dissect that a bit so that you understand what it is versus what it isn't. And that way, if you're really interested, you're not going to waste your time chasing something you shouldn't chase. But I think timing's everything right now. We do have this uh, convenience of a lull as people start to get used to being home. But uh, we would like to get your minds working and going in the right direction. So, Michaela, thank you for being our guest today. And we're going to uh, hopefully have these, I think we talked about maybe weekly for a while to just get people connected again and thinking positively about their business. We can't say enough for the small business people because Michaela and I both are that. Mm -hmm. We live it a little differently, but we also believe that collaboration ultimately is going to get us through this. So we just want to encourage you to stay connected. And uh, so thank you for joining us, Michaela. Anything you want to say before we sign off? Just that I appreciate this opportunity and uh, I look forward to continuing to talk with you, Rick. I think what you're doing is fantastic to have something like this out there uh, for people to access. And and I'm looking forward to just continuing it. And I think that, you know, we just need to stick together through all this. That's all we have is just each other, right? And uh, the other thing is, you know, we are part of a great, uh, you know, state. We're leading in so many ways setting a great example. So I would hope that what we're doing on a small business perspective is also going to be leading. And so thank you uh, and our audience today for listening in. And thank you, Michaela, for your time today and look forward to the next time. Thanks everybody. Okay. Bye-bye.